My name is Mbele. I am a medium. My goal here tonight is to help you ladies hash out your issues, if any, to identify the elephant in the room. There are any secrets that need to be shared. I'm going to tell them. Welcome to another episode of But Now We Said It. You know what? I am so excited about today because we have our own elephant room. What I mean by that is season 10, Real Housewives of Atlanta. You know, Nini was talking about how there's just, you know, there's a lot of elephants around. There's a lot of elephants in the room amongst the cast. And she really just wanted to clear the air. So she invited her good friends to, I believe it was called Amelie's, and invited Mbele. She is an energy reader and a medium. So I just want to introduce you to first, Mbele. Welcome, Mbele. Hey, Steve. Hey, Taria. Thank you guys for having me. Our second guest is Taria. You may know her from What Else Is Going On <laughs> podcast or at We I Go podcast <laughs> on Instagram. Taria's my good sis. Yeah. We'll go into our friendship mm-hmm. later in the episode, but we have just a special bond. We do. And I'm so excited to have her here today. What's up, Taria? I am so excited. I want to thank you and Allison for uh, having me. And Mbele, I am literally Y'all not looking in her eyes. I'm over here crushing on her a little bit because her energy is just, she didn't just wrap me up already. Just like she, I don't know if I just got a hug from a lover or from somebody just wanting to make me feel good. She gives us everything through the screen. You know, the, the, the song says, I'm your sister. I'm your brother. I'm your pusher, man. Whatever the words, I'm everything. I'm just here. And Belly, give us like a your background. Yes. So like, when did you, you know, realize you were a medium and you were a healer and energy and all of that? Like, when did, when did this happen? And just give us a background on you, introduce us to you because we never really got a full introduction. Mm-hmm. 45 years ago, my parents met. 43 years ago, I was born. And at that moment, there was a spark in the universe <laughs> and a medium was born. That's it. that's another thing i'm stealing i dare somebody to ask me about my background exactly (laughs) no seriously um i was born this way it is a family gift i've known this about myself all my life but honestly out of all my children it wasn't until i had my 13 soon to be 14 year old whose name is beauty but her name is amber we call her beauty it was when i held her in the hospital i said i said oh beauty and i said oh shit that's what they were talking about. So I actually have mm-hmm. been giving messages all of my life. I've been doing healing work all of my life. Of course, you know, when you're ignorant to it as a child, you're just doing it. Yeah. And you hear the you hear the elders or the older people in the family saying, oh, that child, that she's been here before. Yes. Or she's the woman for this generation. She has the gift. So it's really been that way. But if you don't come from an African or African-American or West Indian background, it sounds foreign. And you're like, mm-hmm. no, that's not. That's not true. That's not possible. In no actuality, it is very true. Mm-hmm. So just for me to clarify, so you're saying like culturally, this is something that happens amongst a lot of families in African and West Indian mm-hmm. cultures. Yes. And, and even a lot of a lot of African Americans are born the same way because it's all the same lineage, mm-hmm. just you know, through the diaspora and through the Atlantic trans slave slave trade and everything. We've been distributed around the world and here we are. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. a it's a gift and it's a beautiful thing and I enjoy it. I um I definitely got more serious with fine tuning my craft when I was 12 years old I was introduced to my practice in a more traditional formal way okay. and it okay. helped it's helped me a lot so I've been doing this formally for 43 42 years now 32 okay. 12, 43, 11. Who can't? Somebody do the math for me, <laughs> damn it. I'm psychic. I ain't that Listen. was a mathematician. Shit. 43, take uh-uh. away 12. That's how long I've been you doing this. 31 years. Thank you. No, Next question. Well, I started adding and said, I'll be dead. And ballet is 60 something or 50 something. <laughs> when you Listen, I'm about to be 74 in these streets. Like, Wait good. a second. But let me ask, um, but how, how, Steve, can I ask her how you said yeah, that you were just doing it as a child, meaning you were comfortable with it? Has there ever been a time or a person or maybe you walked into a room and it made you, your gift kind of scared you because of what you saw? Yes. When you happens, were younger? Yes. Okay. It happens okay. a lot. It happened a lot when I was a child. And what I've learned over the years is to just place an igloo around myself. 
And um, if people that join my my Embella University, where I teach people how, how to develop their spirituality and their mediumship, they learn this this secret and this trick from me. Um, when people ask me, oh, you're a medium, what do you see around me? I say, I automatically say nothing. Did you pay me? I didn't see anything. Because I've taught myself to tune mm, things out. Right. I'm not a nosy person. I'm not invasive. I'm not disrespectful. But times when I walk into places and I feel it, I'll be like, oh, shit, I got to go. Okay. It's real up in here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to leave. Can anybody tap into a medium type ability or do you have to like be born with it? Does that make sense? I don't know if That's I make sense. Question. No, the question makes sense. And okay. First of all, what I always like to tell people is if you understand mediumship, it's not on your to-do list. Wow. So when you see people that say, I, I'm a medium too, I'm a psychic too, I got ability. My first response is, and you're a dumbass because you're requesting <laughs> this. Like you don't understand what comes along with yes. this. There are times when things are going on in people's lives. And because the ancestral realm, the spirit realm knows who can hear and see them. So when okay. you walk in, they're like, oh, Steve here. Steve here and everybody comes to jump on you. Okay. So if you, if you really understand that you're not kicking indoors to join the club, okay. gotcha. but everyone does have an innate spiritual gift, some kind of way. And I help people turn, tune into what their path is. So if you're good okay. with crystals, I teach you that way. If you're good with astrology, I teach you that way. You do tarot, I teach you like, I support you in your path because everybody's not here to do the same thing. Wow. Gotcha. Okay. That, that, that's interesting. So if they're, because in the episode when Kim was saying, I've never heard shit like this. So I don't want you to get messed up by what somebody's saying. I'm sorry, Kim. What did you say? I said, I don't want her to get messed up by what you're saying. That's yes. what I'm saying to her. And I'll say it to you. Dixie Cup is going to help us out here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not doing my confirmations right. I don't believe anybody that's got it by the higher power would talk shit like Shady and Dixie Cup. Right. So when you came in, you went into how marvelously spiritual you are. 100%. And you've been since you've been here. So I'm confused about what you're confused about. Your Dixie Cup comments in your shade, when you're from a higher power, you don't even feel that. Because I am from a higher power. I can promise you. The way you called out the literal hypocrisy of what she was saying, and I was like, she doesn't get what she's saying, but there's also something else you said that I think it stands for anything in regular life. She said, uh, 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 if you're from the spirit realm, basically you would, there wouldn't be shade. And you said, you get what you give. That is human. Cause at the end of the That's day, true. we're all human first. And you came in with a shitty yeah. answer. So I'm confused about what you're confused about. That's what I said. Yeah. I, I, you get yeah. what you, you get. get what you give no 100%. matter if you're 100%. what position and you hold. came in like a shit. Yeah. And so. Mm-hmm. I dealt with her Shithead. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into the elephant room. Yeah. All right, let's go. So, first of all, how did Nini reach out to you? Or and were you excited right away? Or were you like, ah, I don't know if I want to do this on TV? Um, so I've always wanted to do this on TV. I've always had a passion for it. You know, I think I think one of the big things people think that when you're a spiritual person, that you don't have goals and aspirations outside of that. Like every other girl in America, I took ballet. Okay. I was a cheerleader. I went to um, Meredith School of Performing Arts in South Philadelphia. I was I did dance. I did acting. So I'm a performer. I like the I like the spotlight. That's me. I'm a Capricorn. Like look at me, damn it! Look at me here. <laughs> Not you know? any of us wanting the spotlight. <laughs> what? Hey. Stay focus on me. Yeah. <laughs> Not us and wanting the attention. <laughs> so it was like, you know, it, it only made sense to be myself and share it with the world. And I always tell people like, like Miss Cleo wasn't Jamaican or psychic. Here I am. Y'all want the real deal? Let's go. In 2015, mm-hmm. I started doing random readings in different eateries around Atlanta. And I would just pop up at a Starbucks or whatever big uh, pastry shop. And my god sister was doing her dissertation on metaphysics. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So she would approach me and say, well, hey, you know, my friend here is a medium. She's a psychic and I'm doing my theses and da, da, da. Would you like a free reading? And there was an NDA sign so I could share the video footage on all of my social media platforms, which I suck at. But that's okay. If y'all go to my YouTube page. From 18 years ago, there's a lot of footage there from like 2015, 2016. And actually a producer reached out to me from my Instagram page. And that is how I got linked with 
Nene for the housewives because at the end of that girl's reading, the, the way her reading went, I explained everything that was going on with her profession. And at the end of the reading, she was like, well, the downtime that you see is because I'm in television. Oh. And when the season ends, okay. I'm out of work. So that was a piece of it. And she went on to say how fabulous her reading was. Whatever She said, if I ever get a chance, she said, so why do you do this? I said, because I want my own show. And she said, if I ever get a chance to plug you, I'll plug you. So that's how everything came to fruition. Wow. And so she kept her word. She wow. kept her word up until then. But that's the whole nother story. Which I'm on your ass. She kept her word up until it became real. Everybody wants up to help you. The, until... Up until the editing. I mean, at my house at least once a week, spending time with my family and everything. And by the time the uh, the edits got done, in the show drop, I have not heard or seen from her since then. So she knew what I didn't know. That's fine. I wasn't psychic enough to see that bullshit come. But that's okay. Wow. I'm curious. Do you feel like you had a bad edit? Because I do. Oh, see, I I feel like I I stand you from the, <laughs> the edit. Like, I, I don't think people think really? it was a bad mm-hmm. edit. Like, I that's when you've said this a couple times, I'm like, wait, does she really think it was a bad edit? I actually think you handled everything incredibly. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, I and I'm not I just did. saying that. Mm-hmm. I truly, I mean, Kim was an asshole. Yeah. And no, like, yes. You read her for filth and handled it. And just because you like, you, you removed yourself from that space. I don't think that was a bad edit by any means. I think you were protecting your peace and you're like, fuck this bitch. I'm done. Right. Get me out that's of here. Ex- that's exactly what it was. And I did protect my peace. I know that it was a bad edit because there was a lot of stuff that went on prior to. The ladies getting there. Okay. Mm. And I actually went back out, but you guys don't see that. that So I can say that there was bad, there was a bad cut because I left for my peace and my freedom. Okay. Mm. Because I don't sit in rooms and call people bitches, 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 bitches back and forth. I don't throw the bitch word, not the right. I I was just, Mm -hmm. Saria, keep up with me. I was just getting ready to say because if you don't remove yourself, I have learned this is going to go so left and I'm not going to be able to so get back. So left. And I'm, at, at this moment, I'm going to help you talk to every spirit you want to talk to. <laughs> In person. In person. Yeah. So we're going to stop it. He recorded this. This can be used against us in the court of law. And That's also true. you were correct in everything. I think we, I, t- I texted Taria the yep. other day. I was like, when she read them, if you look at what happened later, she was accurate which i'm oof, we'll get into that yeah. but like edit wise i think you look great <laughs> thank you, thank you. And, it, and, and it's it's good to hear that because i've i've really felt like i've got a bad edit a bad cut i did leave to get myself together because for me my name and my brand was on the line and you know whether i got signed by bravo or not was irrelevant to me because bravo was never the goal mm-hmm. television itself was the mm-hmm. goal Right. So I didn't have a you, 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 you know what I'm saying? Right. But I felt like I had to save me. Right. And I am a brawler. I yes. will fight you. No lie. And I felt like it was best for me to remove myself, gather myself and get, you know, get, get, get correct with me. Mm-hmm. So when I went back out, I actually pointed out Sheree and Kim as elephants in the room and i really wish they would have played that part because i specifically and i remember this specifically because i thought this was great tv i said y'all didn't need a psychic to come out and say who the elephant in the room is the bitch got on all pink wow if you think about it they always say there's a pink elephant in, in the, the room, room. Right? <laughs> she came in all pink they should have wow. played that because I'm that was epic wow. that line wow. that, that was that tr- dixie cup <laughs> dixie cup. i mean I, I love dixie, dixie cup though <laughs> Listen, I'm still trying to figure out where the hell that came from. We, I, it's I, oh, it, my ass. It was so good. When you, I guess, first met these ladies, what was your initial impression of each of them? Yes. And how did it differ or stay the same or get better by the end? When they first came in, apartment was like, it's about damn time. Mm. <laughs> were they late? Yes, they were late. And right. I think that um, one thing people need to understand in life is... I'm not the kind of person to think you're a celebrity before me. I was on time. Bitch, mm-hmm. you need to be on time. Yes. Okay, so when people talk about my attitude, oh, she was so rude. Bitch, I was there for like two or three hours for nothing. Two or three hours? I could have been home getting some. Right. Anything. anything. <laughs> <laughs> I could be home getting some. Uh, anything. Uh, okay. And so when they came in, that was my first Doing your own was, bath. Doing my own <laughs> bath. <laughs> my first thought was, it's about time. 
my second thought was, damn, these bitches is tall. All of so them. So if I was happy, if I was ha- all of them. So if I was happy to see Candy, it was because she was <laughs> like me. I'm five two and a quarter. Oh, and like Nini's at least what five ten? Seven foot. Wow. <laughs> That's a big girl. Yeah. She about seven foot. She about seven. She about and Cynthia about seven ten. Wow. <laughs> so Kenya maybe six nine. I don't know, but they're they're they're, they're tall, tall, right? Right. Um, beautiful women, beautiful energy, and and really and true. I I thoroughly enjoy everyone except for Kim. Like I really wish that she was not there because I think there was um opportunity for growth. Yes for all of them and for all of us being in a room there was a there were a lot of opportunities missed so there was some stuff that had nothing to do with me mm-hmm. that I got thrown in the middle of and I didn't appreciate that because mm-hmm. when you hire me for a job that's what I come to do and when I got there everything shifted for me because it was like okay they want you to do this they want you to do that like I don't stage my house out that fucking much <laughs> they like walk around with the sage and do what and it's almost like they're making a mockery it's, of I was that. just going to say, it almost is and like... It, right. So there was a lot of things going on that just was... It was disrespectful to yeah. me. When you said they were two or three hours late, Steve, I'm sure you know, because we know, talking about production, we also know that sometimes production will give this person a time, that person a time, which makes me uh-huh. think it is also, as far as making a mockery, they know your time is sacred. They know what you do. Also, as a human... I don't care how spiritual I am. You're two or three hours late. Now I'm irritated and I'm amped. And they do that to create animosity already. Correct. And I'm really big on time. I'm really big on respect people's time. I I respect people's craft, whatever it is. And so I just like that in itself. And then some of the things they were asking me to do, I was like, I don't do this. Like, this is like, come on. And then the things that I suggested, they, they weren't into. Right. So they had an agenda and it's fine. I mean, it was, it was a great experience. Um, would I do it again? Yes, I would. I would definitely go back and sit down with the girls again. One of the producers even said when I was in the back, like, and she's like, and Bella needs a peach. So that was a conversation topic okay. at one oh, point, wow. which again was not what I went for. I didn't even know what a peach was. So when the girl, so when one, the other producer came over to me and said, they said, you, you, you need a peach. Here I go. What the fuck is that? I don't watch. I, listen, I need a booty, right? I do, but I'm not really in the BBL. So how do you know? You know what I mean? So it was like, so she had explained to me. I was like, okay, that's great because in my mind, this get me once to yes. my goal, but I had no idea. I wasn't familiar with the ladies. I I don't know what I kept calling Cynthia. I I kept saying like, who the pretty girl, the pretty one, and they was like. Cynthia, Cynthia, she's a, she's a mom. And I know I kept calling her Diana Ross. <laughs> oh, oh, the hair. And the, oh, she yeah. had the, yes, she, yes. I, I, said, I said the Diana Ross girl, because she was very nice to me. Cynthia was, oh my God. Everybody was so freaking nice to me. Let me say that. They were all very nice to me, mm-hmm. which is what pissed me off when Kim came in the room, because I mm. really believe to this day that it could have been a totally different experience without that monkey wrench or that elephant in the room. And I resent the fact that I didn't have a, a chance or opportunity to talk to Portia because that's the only person that I did not get to say anything to. Because again, remember the heads and ass yes. and the handhold and all the other bullshit and the distractions. And I really wanted to tell Portia about the baby coming, about marriage, everything. But if you go on my Instagram page way, way back, a couple months after that, I went into it oh. on my Instagram page. And I said, Can- Portia got bad things to do her time. She's going to be busy with family stuff. She ain't going to be worried about this. And then I paused because again, to remember what I said, dream pain. Yes, you did not. You have not. Mm-hmm. And y'all bitches was rude. So whatever information you could have got, you're not getting from. You ain't getting. Yep. I do appreciate the fact that Portia's gangster is all hell. Ooh, let me. T- <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. <laughs> definitely. I'm glad she was calm that day though, because we would have. I was that room. I up. was gonna say I was watching. Uh, going back now with a different perspective on Portia. I was like, hmm, it's very interesting that she was very calm and didn't say much, but it also let me know. And Steve, I'm, you probably have heard black women talk about it. It's almost a code. Yes. And it's a code that we have. So it was almost like she, Kim is the, let, let's not, let's not have an elephant in this room. Kim was the only white woman in the room and she Correct. came right. in with a nasty energy. So yes. it was almost like Portia was like, I got to do my job here but at the same time i can't disrespect my sis over here so i'm just gonna be quiet which Correct. we're often put in those situations in those situations and my thing 
one of the, one of the things that you guys, you know, probably will never see is I address that too. Like when I went back out, I said this, I said, all of this beauty and power in this room and y'all using your platform to tear, to tear each other down when you should be lifting each other up. So be very clear from Mbele Congo. I was at the reunion. The way they jumped on Kim, mm-hmm. I was present. Think about it, Taria. Just let that marinate. Oh, because I told wait, them. I got, I got it. Okay, okay, got it now. Uh huh. <laughs> okay, because they all came together. Even the enemies came together and were like, "You are not get ready to do this." And by them doing that, what came out of Kim is what we all already knew was there when already she was knew. in that bathroom and said, "What other white woman would sit on a couch with black women?" So I get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that just gave me chills. So, okay. I wasn't particularly upset about anything gotcha. because my sisters came through at the reunion and they did redeem me and they redeemed themselves. Mm. But you would have to get the actual footage from Bravo where I actually went back out and said these things. And I also told them that Sheree wasn't shit and she was the troublemaker throughout the entire thing. Th- 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 oh, you're welcome. I- but you ain't need a psychic for that neither. All you gotta do is be from South Jersey or Philly. <laughs> and and know this see, and, shit. and when they said, and, and Steve, don't get me, don't, don't uh, tear up our relationship over this. But I am not oh, no. really a oh, charade. No. <laughs> no, look, see, <gasps> oh, I am not now. a charade fan. If a job has had to bring me back three times to give me three chances, they recognize what maybe you could bring. But to me, I feel like that means you're not necessarily. You're a gossip. That's it. You're not really bringing she's a anything. Yeah. yeah. She's, 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 she's what they yeah, say. I'm going to disagree. Okay. okay. I'm going to well, disagree. Come on, me. Let's come talk on. about this. Come on, so, Steve. <laughs> I think one of the best things and what they've asked Sheree to come back all like numerous times, okay. but she knows her worth saying, I'm not coming back unless it's full time. Like I think for season 11, she was asked to be a friend, I think, okay. but she said no. Mm-hmm. And then like, Allegedly, every season after, they've always asked. And finally, they're asking her to come back. Is she, Is she back now? I saw a post with her. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. back. Green dress on. And I have to say, I think the, one of the reasons why I think it's always been a struggle for them to keep her around is maybe a personal storyline is not really there. Yeah, no, okay. And yes. personally, I sh- there's only four housewives I think I give this to, but she's one of them. Is like, I don't care if she doesn't have a storyline. She moves the story so well. She's messy as all hell. I truly think she deserves a peach, no matter no yeah. storyline or not. Okay, so I in, in 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 looking at it from those eyes, I totally agree because I was in the room and I I heard mm. a lot of things and I saw how she carried the BS. The finger she twirl. was on the wrong side of history in season ten. Let's be clear she on that. Supposed, right, so let's go to the finger twirl. Yeah. The finger twirl <laughs> fucked me up because oh. the finger twirl. First of all, they extended it. Of, of course. They, they, they dragged that shit out. <laughs> and then, you know, they added the, okay. okay. I love the music that they yeah, added in. It was hilarious. It was pretty amazing. It was. Sheree. know when you want to start and when you want to end. There's no reason for you to be indecisive about anything. Do what you do. Stay firm on it. Don't worry about it. Um, you want to fix my hair too? It was really hard because the first thing I was going to say is, you ain't shit. You can't start a reading off on TV. You see what I'm saying? So you have to be you gotta be that black woman at the table yeah. and be like, who the hell invited this? That's your girlfriend? Take that bitch home. Like, <laughs> like there's always that one auntie, the grandmom, yes. that's peeping at everything. And this is not psychic. This is just elder woman. And it doesn't matter if you're black or Asian, whatever. The, the big mama, the elder yes, women. In the family. Yep. We see the bullshit when it comes mm-hmm. in. And y'all got this motherfucker sitting right next to me. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and what they show on camera is her acting as if she really wants to figure out the elephant in the room with Nene. When if you go, I think my issue with Sheree was the genesis of the show because I immediately saw who she aligned herself with. She aligned herself with Kim immediately. Oh, we look alike, Sheree. You let that woman tell you that? Like, you know y'all don't look alike. And I think your son looks like O.J. Simpson. There was a lot of little things Kim said to Sheree. And I was like, you are aligning yourself with with this woman. Yes. She's 
she said yeah, that she said that Kim said that Cairo looks like yes, OJ Simpson. Simpson. So this will be saying, Steve, like like so Steve, respect him. And we're not yeah. gonna make this a race thing. Yeah. There's certain things you do and you don't do. Certain things you certain things you say and you don't say. And for sure. she crosses those yes. lines. So for me, having a woman like Sheree sitting next to me, I'm like, you can move over twenty five seats in another building. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be sitting next to me. When I said the pink, the bitch got on all pink right there. I even said, and I said, and Sheree, you ain't shit. You don't like nobody in the room. You here for yourself. It's all about self. So, to me, when I say there was a bad edit, yes, there was better things that in ballet said that should have made prime. Got you. Because what y'all wanted to know was who's the elephants. Them two was it. So when you, what you said to Sheree, I have this listed. So know when you want to start and when you want to end. No need to be indecisive. Do what you do. Stand firm on it. Mm. So Sheree uh, had a lot at that time. There was a lot. You touched on this a little bit about her career. Yeah. You said she's good for TV. You said she has no storyline. You, you said these things. I did. Yeah. At no, it's that true. time, Sheree had a lot on her mind. Mm, with Tyrone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she had choices to make and decisions to make. And it was, she was being criticized and ostracized in a lot of ways because of that relationship and other situations that she had going on personally in her life. Okay. And had she not been what she was, we could have, we could have discussed that privately. Okay. But as any person in life, sometimes we have to make hard choices. Yeah. So do I keep up with the pageantry mm-hmm. or do I be true to myself? And say, I really don't have the... I, I, this is what I'm taking. I could be wrong, but do I keep up with the relationship? Cause I know potentially there's money somewhere and then there's maybe a job for me on this show with my storyline. Or do I tell the truth? Like, yeah, that was me. I don't have no money. Which one do I do and be true to and me? I was also thinking though, even in that episode earlier in the episode, she was talking about how her kids have never seen her with another man, mm-hmm. let alone an incarcerated right. man how would they feel about that? And like, she was very, very anxious about that. So is that part of it as well? My response right now, just at that moment was like, fuck that bitch. That, I, I can't even mm-hmm. lie. I'm, I'm so tired of being cute and fluffy for y'all. Fuck that bitch. That's, that's like, wow. I said what I said. You guys mm-hmm. watch the show. You, Steve, again, you just said. So basically, Sheree is I willing feel- to do whatever for the show for the money. And there are no, she has no boundaries and no gates when it comes to. Oh, I could see that. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying I'm worried about my kids not seeing me with anybody, but I have to make good TV and make myself look human. Damn. Come on, Taria. Not- <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, as we're going through this, you were speaking to all truths. Uh-huh. All truths. That's what they have. And then we move on to Candy. Mm. Miss Candy. Hi. Hey. She hear things or see things. Kind of like a deja vu. All the time. The weird thing about that is another psychic told me that before. But can she tell me how to tap into it? Because if I could tap into that, honey, I'll really be making some moves. So can you explain further? Because I'm sure we didn't see all of what you Mm -hmm. said. So that really was, it really was that short of candy. Oh, okay. Because if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around there is when the bullshit starts. Yeah, it it comes a couple, yes. I don't really remember, but that was, that was it on that. But what I wanted to expound on was like, so, so candy, I almost called her Kathy. Candy (laughs) is a very dope person, as we all know. Mm -hmm. As I've said before, let me address this. With the editing of the handshaking and the hugging, there was nothing special to me about Candy Bills. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If they say I'm a fan, first of all, I'm not a fan of anybody. I have people that I like, have people I love, have people I respect. I even tell my followers, you're not a fan. You're people that respect me. You love me. You appreciate me. Fans blow air. Mm. And some people are fans for real. For real. (laughs) Musically. I, I'm from Taria. Yes. Kick off your Total. shoes. Thank, thank you. But, no, <laughs> skip, but skip, but skip, because that's because just kicking it is cool. But for real, for real, total or escape? Come on, in ballet. Okay, fine. Moving escape, on. I'm gonna say total. Oh, okay, we okay. total. I got to fight every night to prove my love. Oh, Kima, Keisha, and Pam. All oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Goddamn. Can we damn it? Oh, yeah. it, it. 
Steve. I'm gonna have to. Okay. We're gonna make Steve so it be was the nothing about breaker. being a fan. It was about what you say to Steve me. Steve's gonna be the tiebreaker. Steve is like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> he, look, he, I'm gonna go it. escape. <laughs> you said escape. Yeah. I mean, that's great. Listen. But I, I but I know what Mbele is saying. Based on where yeah. I lived in South Jersey and Philly, there were two big groups, and either you were hardcore total and liked escape, or you were a hardcore escape, but you knew what total brought to. You see what yeah. I'm saying? And it yeah. was for me, I was mm-hmm. a hardcore total fan. I felt they were relatable. Y'all ever see how they dance in the videos? They be sitting. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they could sing. Yeah. Yeah. They was dope. Like, you know, so. I just want to say that it, it was nothing about oh her being a candy fan. Candy came in. Candy had good energy. I was happy to see her. I hugged her because when I when they got into the shaking hand thing, because we need to address that. I believe it was Cynthia that I went to shake her hand, which y'all don't know because it was cut. It was cut. And I'll give y'all backstory on that too. But we're all the way here. The table is about two or three yards away from us. A candle on the table fell. When I shook Cynthia's hand. Okay? okay. So at that point, I said to my answer said to me in ballet, you don't fucking shake hands. Stop fucking shaking hands. Bloop goes the candle. Now to me, if y'all want to see the real magic, don't do the aesthetics. Do the real shit that happened. That's what happened. So at that point is when I went back to hugging and not shaking. Because that's who so the that's, real you is. Hugging. Yes. Okay. Oh so God. when Candy came in, it was a Ah, candy. Like, I wouldn't give a fuck if it was Santa Claus that came in. I would have been like, ah, Santa. I don't care because I got back to the husband. So, Candy's gift. Candy's gift is fucking phenomenal. Just like Kim, they are two women that are great with manifestation. That's their gift in their lives. They can manifest and create what they want. Candy's is more more pure than Kim's. And hear me giving Kim credit. I was going to say. Kim is good with manifestation. I will not take, she just a bitch. She just got some other shit going on that, that, that's not, <laughs> whatever. Candy sees, feels, hears. She goes with the flow. This is why she's so good in business. Because if something is not, if she, I don't know if she's ever said this, but I'm telling you, if she's somewhere and somebody presents something to her, she'll automatically go, uh-uh. She don't have to read it. She'll have to think about it. She'll have to, she go, oop, nope. So there's really no bad business, business ventures for her. Even if she has a business venture that flops, you have to understand it's a part of her destiny. It's a part of her path because there's growth in that. Okay. So going back to what you said earlier, Taria, as a spiritualist, is there room forever? Yes, there is. But it's, but you cannot be completely successful without failure. Mm-hmm. It's all a part of the process. Okay. So whether you can see or feel things or not is irrelevant because this has to happen for the greatness to occur. Got you. Okay. And that's how Candy is. So anything she touches is going to manifest some form of greatness because that's her path because she pays attention to the universe. But she's like in her personal life as well. She don't keep a lot of people around her. She sure does not. But that makes sense even with Portia and the whole rumor about Candy. Look at what she turned that into. A dungeon tour. Y'all, I'm about to fuck y'all heads up with this one. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm going to say this one time in my life and one time only. I have never said this anywhere else to anybody else. I personally at this moment believe and can say out loud Kim and I could have been friends if Kim was a better person if Kim had better character my best relationships have been with Taurus people okay so even though Virgos are in the equation Tauruses and Capricorns we're like this Mm -hmm. you understand so knowing that which is what I mean Stephen have had no problem like it's it's, it's something cosmically that just clicks Mm -hmm. because of that energy and so I really believe that even going back, think about it now with their with their deal that they could have with the music thing. Yeah, there's no reason why that could not have worked except for Kim can't sing <laughs> and she ain't shit. Yes, and she was about so. And and she, you know, fucked everything up by you know not paying the person that created yes. your fucking song. Yeah, Ugh. but this is what I'm saying: if her character was better, mm. yeah, there are a lot of great relationships that she could have with people on a whole. Real quick, we have to take a break. And my intention was to be there for those ladies. Okay, you understand? Yeah. But that they brought that little girl that came in. Little girl, in yes. You know, and I was there for everybody. So again, what y'all don't see, there was a producer on the floor next to me in my chair, and they arguing back and forth about Marlo. Wait a minute. And so I'm like, they were arguing about Marlo. Wow. Right. So I lean over and I'm like. 
who the fuck is Margo? My ignorance. Who's Margo? <laughs> and she said, Marlo. I said, well, who was he? I didn't know Marlo was a girl name. I don't know. I'm like, who was that? And they like, she's like, oh, she a friend of the show. I said, oh, okay, all right. Because there was a setup from another situation that was just that, a setup. And so while we were supposed to be hashing out these issues here, somebody threw that out there on the floor. Oh. Which triggered the girls to go down some whole other shit. So y'all don't see it was tell us what it is. It was it was something stupid about some party that she wasn't supposed to be invited to or some shit, and then she came and something stupid. But again, it was a setup to prompt some shit. Oh, got you. Wait, so the producer threw that out there, or a a cast member? Producer threw it out there, and so everybody's on this shit, and I'm just sitting there like, what the again? More of my time being wasted. What the fuck do this got to do with me? And so while this is going on, they're literally leaning forward. Bitch, I this and bitch, wow. I that. And I'm sitting there looking like, so how long are they gonna be doing this? Oh my gosh! Like, what is this? And about? that was before I you mean, got up and left, right? Because that explains other things. Like, I cannot be in here. Like that is. So when people saying they ran me off, you ain't run me off of shit. You ain't run me out of shit because I guarantee, if one of them bitches would have came my way, <laughs> oh my god. Let us be clear. This is not. I'm not extending the threat. I'm extending facts. I have a question about Steve, since you were going down the readings, when you told Nene. (laughs) You are not a little girl anymore. You have not been a little girl in a very long time. What people think or feel about you is totally irrelevant. I can't believe I'm going to say this. You have a heart of gold. You really care about people. You really are a sweetheart. And this whole situation is truly bothering you. Yeah, You're no longer like a little girl. I thought I got it, but then I thought like, was she hiding behind a facade or like playing a role of being a, like, what did you mean by that? Relationship stuff, life stuff, just being a woman on a whole. And at one point in life, giving a fuck about what people thought about you. Mm. It doesn't matter. You're established. You have conquered mm. all. You have overcome all. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks about you. Bitch, you're grown. I said bitch, but I ain't mean it in the negative right, way. Y'all right. know bitch got like five meanings. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. You're grown. It doesn't matter. But it also, it also goes to show the personalities that they put on on TV and hide behind. Because for you to say that. That means she that there's is, something truly, really there. Yeah, that's, beautiful person. She is yeah. a decent lady, and she really was fucking bothered by what was going on. And for me, I'm like, be grown and say that. Tell them you love them. Tell them mm, you care about them. But, Tell them you're sick of this shit. What happened in the hotel room with her fortune? You wow. literally she have just gave me chills. Me on the right. head, though, like. That is her, my biggest criticism about her is like, she, Mm. she lets the ego and the, again, like what other people think, like she wants everyone to worship her without criticism, realizing that people would, if she would just be real and be open and vulnerable and honest Mm -hmm. and be a little bit of her truth and let a guard down. Right, mm-hmm. shit she did to me a couple months ago. Please. I was like, oh, you definitely got me. A couple months ago, as in? In the past year. What happened? Just ego. A friend of mine had a party at her club and, and I flew to Atlanta for my friend. That's where my friend wanted to go for his birthday. That's where we went. I passed her straight. She passed me straight. It wasn't nothing. My friend broke ass to say this is in Bella. And she was like, who? Like she. And, ooh, bitch, how many people you know name, know name in Bella? Give me a break. So then he goes from the elephant room. She goes, what elephant room? <gasps> oh, okay. Okay, we doing that. Okay. We doing that. So I don't care because I'm here for my friend. Right. My friend wants to come here for his birthday. So I'm here for my friend. Mm-hmm. And so she goes, I said, hey, I sit up, you know, hey, how you doing? Whatever. Nothing. And she said, oh, she said, girl, I'm coming. I'll be right back. I need to talk to you. I said, okay, well, I'm here. <laughs> Whatever. And I went on with my night. Something happened. I think I was going to go dance or whatever like that. And I was, I was, I, look, I'm here for the problem. Right. She walked past. I said, come on, girl. I said, come on, bust a two-step. So I'll be right back. Okay. Whatever. Right. I, past me. <laughs> I ain't like, I'm like, so finally I said, when I was leaving, I said, you know what? All right, let me just go over here and, and say bye. So I went to her table. You know, she got her entourage. Mm-hmm. Little and stuff. I said, so tell, tell, her, tell her I want to say bye to her. Just let me, you know. And she looked up and was like, oh, 
you good. Again, I don't care. But that, but you're not going to play me like that either. And that's but like, no, like that. th- that's yeah, no. You see what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Because, but again, if you on the outside looking in, it can look like she dismissed me. Right. Right. That's what took me back to, okay, this is we at. This, this, that's, that's the person that, that's the person that ever made me watch the show. So with you and, and people spiritually in tune like that, it has to be hard work for you because I can imagine when someone acts like that, it's almost like you want to be girl. The things that I could tell you about your life right now, you sure you want to go here? But I know it takes so, restraint, right? It takes restraint. And I am, a, I am a very mature and okay. seasoned priest. Okay. I'm a very mature and seasoned aesthetista. I take what I do very, very, very seriously, seriously okay. and I don't take advantage of my gifts or my powers. Okay. Shortly after that is the announcement that Greg was sick. Mm. Right. Mm. Okay. And so my friend sent me the footage of her making that announcement. And he said, that's probably why she changed her mind about talking to you because she probably want to ask mm. you about Greg mm. and knows what you would have said the outcome was going to be. Can I just say I, to your I reading you. with Nene, I wanted to go back to something. You didn't watch the show in the beginning and you talked about you're not a little girl anymore. Steven, she was looking for her father for how many mm-hmm. seasons in the beginning? When, when? In the beginning of the show. She didn't know who her dad was and her mom told her one person and she had a blood uh, test. Paternity. And it wasn't her father and she looked, was looking for her father. So you saying that it, it was, and she was like a little girl, wasn't she? Like, I just want to know mm-hmm. who my father is. And even though she didn't necessarily present, you could see. Cause even what she said about Kenya. Kenya, you're not going to be here much longer anyway. As in alive or in this room? Girl, you ain't going to drop it. I didn't say no. <laughs> you have a, a, a different destiny. Kenya played herself by going back. And I'm going to tell this real. If Kenya, the, the year she took off, great. I understand she needed money, great. But I'm going to tell your honest and true. When it was time for her to leave, it was time for her to fucking leave. It was time for her to go. She lost out on some money. And I also resent the fact that she went to what you call him, Tyler after that and not to me. But that's okay because you ain't get what you needed. But that's all right. Cynthia is our next one. Sometimes people just say things to you and you just don't want to hear. This might be a time where you want to listen just a little bit. Protect yourself. Protect your pride, your character, your name, and everything else. However, they're right. This time. Oh, Lord. Now Miss Cleo is calling Will an opportunist. I'm dating Will. Not y'all. Now, what else is going on? He was in it for the money. But can I ask you something? When you said this time, to me, I took that to mean that there were times people said stuff she should have trusted herself and she trusted them. But this time you need to listen. Wow. Okay. She's not a complete idiot. She's That girl is not just a pretty face. Mm -hmm. Oh, I feel like Cynthia is a lot smarter than they try to like play yeah. her off. It's her personality. It's her character that is um easily persuaded. It, it is not that she's a follower, more like a crowd pleaser. I'm trying to say this. She's, I because, feel like she, she probably, she doesn't like to ruffle. She, she doesn't, doesn't like to hurt other maybe. people. She, she, she don't want to. Yeah. That's just, she not wants cool. it all to be okay. Right. And so, and so she it puts doesn't her, bother her to just like go with the floor. Yep. Right. She'll take the back seat and mm. go with it. And that's the thing that, um, I would like to have touch on that a little bit more, but I definitely, again, like I said, out of all of them, while we were there on set, Cynthia was the most caring from my understanding mm. about my feelings at that time prior to you leaving or walking away you offered kim a bath kim if i were to present you with a bath right now would you be willing to allow me to clean you off so you want to start over from the beginning so i can understand what you want to do first i'm gonna clean myself to make sure i'm right of course and then i'm going to go outside and get a little bit of bushes from outside okay i'm going to dip it in this jar Say what now? Do I have your permission to clean you off so we can release everything and be done with it? No. (laughs) You wanted to cleanse her and then cleanse yourself just to make sure we're all good. I like that. Can you tell me what that bath would have looked like? So I prepare daily on a regular basis for my clients special 
oils, baths, tinctures, candles. I do house cleaning. So it's not a literal bath. No, it was a little bath. It was a little bath. But I would have had. So you were going to bathe her? But see, because of where we were, I would have had to use bush. And that's why you said you would go, okay. Got it. And you do. Got it. Okay. I was like, okay. Right. But there is some cleaning where we actually have to put, submerge you in water and we we pray over you and we cleanse you, which is what she really fucking needed. One more Um, thing about Cynthia, and Stephen will tie this in. And Bella, since you don't watch, there is, they've done a spinoff called The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, where they take Mm. two people from different casts to go. Uh So on this particular one, they took Cynthia and Kenya, and then some people from New Jersey. And you saying that Cynthia will take a back seat and doesn't seek the spotlight. Steven, do you remember the argument? Cynthia made an argument out of a comment one of the other ladies made. The other lady said, we're all fame whores. We all like the spotlight. And Cynthia got angry and was like, if you don't know me, then I'm not jumping for the spotlight. I'm not seeking to look for the spotlight. And in my mind, I was like, Uh, but you're a model and you're on TV. But you saying what you said kind of shifts that like, okay. I never felt like Cynthia like craved the spotlight, Mm -hmm. even though that's it's ironic because she's on television. I don't ever feel like she... But I don't feel like she wanted to be center peach. Ever. No, okay. No, I, that I, makes I have sense. To, yeah, that makes sense. And, and I, I think say that's that, what I, I think that's what she meant. Yeah. Like right. She's, she, she, of course, she's been on a show for right. that long. Of course she wants, there's a piece of that that's maybe some truth. Yeah. But overall, she's not trying to be center peach and main cast of like, <laughs> I'm the star. Yeah. Some people are just pretty. Mm-hmm. And society's, deems them are light of beauty mm-hmm. and so they get pulled into it but that doesn't mean that they want center stage they happen to have a look yeah that the mm-hmm. world says you are the poster girl for xyz mm-hmm. you have a platform you have the spot they have all these things but that doesn't mean that you are a fame whore right to piggyback off of what you said earlier about Cynthia, how she was the one that was most like making sure you were. Oh my God. So yes. I do know that production loves Cynthia. She is mm-hmm. like, she shows up one time typically. She, she came in with the is, elephant. <laughs> she w- will show up to everything. She will literally like, she's a team player. So really this is. all makes sense. Is, I think really makes sense. sense. Yeah. And I did not want to see her get played. I don't know what. She had Do you know anything about this Mike Hill situation? Like, they, can you tap into married? that? Yeah, they married? are. I know. Yeah, but there's like, a lot of rumors. I, that I, think a... No, I think he's good for her. Okay. Okay. I was for sure. Y'all, y'all said okay for y'all was happy. No, as because we, think... we don't want. Cynthia. I'm a little worried. <laughs> Me too. I was a little after worried. some of the things that have, that have come coming about. But so that's why I'm just making sure. I don't know <laughs> if I'm supposed to be psychic right or psychic or nosy right now. Well, what's coming about? Well, anyway, can you do a combination of both? I can. I can do a combination of both. Uh, he's definitely not Will trying to get her money because he has his own. Okay. Which is very important. He has a true passion and desire for her. Okay. He really does. Yeah. He really likes her. He, he, they, they really are okay. Okay. Oh, good. Whatever his demons are are his demons. And I think that this is not spiritual. This is just life experience. Mm-hmm. You have to understand when people mm-hmm. have demons. Yeah. That's just who and what they are. That's just their makeup. So can he or will he fuck her over and take advantage of her? Yes, because we've already discussed that she's a doormat. We've already discussed that it's easy to run circles around her. Not because she's a sucker, but because she's very passive. Right. But will he do it is the question. And Bella said we don't have to wait to find out. Okay. It's not going to happen. We're putting that out there for Cynthia. But it's Mike is not going to do that. It's interesting you said about your demons because I think people feel like, okay, this person cheated all the time or this person did this. But when they find that love, that love washes away all that. And it's like, no, love will make me want to fight my demons for this person. But the love don't automatically just take my demons away. So I still have work to do. Correct. I will say that because of her love and respect for him and faith in this relationship, I don't think he wants to cross her. Okay. I don't think it would be in his best interest to cross her. Same questions. Same questions. All right. It's got to be Kay Ham said, how does it feel to see your predictions come true? Will Kim ever give you your props on your accuracy? No, I don't think Kim will ever give me props on my accuracy. I believe that's a character flaw in within her that she will never bow down to humility and say, I don't think she, I don't think she believes I'm worthy of an apology. Mm. I don't believe she thinks she did anything wrong. I've always welcomed the opportunity to have a sit down with her. 
Mm. Because I don't think that she's met a real black woman yet. And I'll be more than happy to introduce myself to her and bless her. Predictability, who will win that one? I'm putting my money on in Ballet Congo. That makes me want to lay down and take a nap. That is so warm. Mm. I love to see my predictions come true. When my predictions come true, I actually sit back and laugh. I actually be like, oh, wow. Actually, when people text me and email me and tell me stuff, I'm like, why why are you telling me? Because I already knew. That's why I told you. (laughs) That's why I told you. (laughs) Okay. Like, tell the world. Don't tell me. Tell the world. Makes sense. Well, this is actually a really good question then for this. A... Dot eight thousand two wants to know: Will Nini return to Real Housewives of Atlanta? Never. In Bel Air, no. Never to that show. Okay. The door is closed. The door. What they say? The door is closed. The door is closed. Wow. There's um a cameo appearance, possibly, maybe. It, the day the day you see her return, victory is hers. They will have to give her her crown as the queen of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Santos BK19 asked, you know, will Nene come back to the show full time? But second to it said, what is her future in Hollywood? I spoke on that two years ago when she was had one foot out the door. A good sweetheart of mine, Paris Monroe, started a blog. I think it's Hi, I'm Nine. If I'm not mistaken, I'll find it. But he so he asked the same question about Nini, and I said two years ago that she has better chances elsewhere. This is before she opened up her um, lounge. The, for the lounge, I specifically said, if y'all just sit back and watch, she bought the fucking blossom in ways that y'all never believe. I will never limit her and put her in a box and say Hollywood. I will say. Now, not when, now that she's found herself Mm. truly and sincerely, she's going through a lot. She's had to face a lot. And most of what she's had to face is herself Mm. and things of her life. Um, She's definitely going to do much better and thrive much better than she ever. I'm glad she left. And it's not because I don't want her on a show. It's because there's better waiting for her. Can I just say, though, with that, I wish there was someone in her corner that could help tame a little bit. Like I said, not just her. I think it's housewives in general and anybody that gets in the public eye needs to be tamed the ego a little bit. You know what I mean? Because that's always your worst enemy is the ego. Once yeah. you once you let the ego take over in some ways, then you I feel like that's when you can lose opportunities. I, you, I, right? I totally agree. Fancy Fly Chevy wants to know, do you have any plans on going on other shows or housewife shows? I definitely want my own show. I you definitely know, have Steven, witnessed, you- I definitely have witnessed someone. I definitely am witnessed, I've seen with my own eyes my vision. Playing out elsewhere okay. on great TV. Okay. Girl, my show going to be lit. When that shit drop, y'all better be tuned in. No, if you don't have me and Steven on there together interviewing you. <laughs> really? If y'all think for one fucking minute that I am not taking notes <laughs> on who has supported me and believed in me and had my back. Oh, well, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Trust and believe. I'm that person. When it drops and everybody come a flocking, watch how we walk in. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. Because you can't I'm drink from a well that you wouldn't help dig. I'm sorry. You cannot. I like that. That's, 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 somebody that's a very you great. You cannot drink from a well you ain't help dig. And that's, and that's how I feel. And so, Steve, that's why I said I appreciate this opportunity. From day one, you have been there. Yeah, he, in ballet, I can from tell you, one. between me and his conversations, he loves you oh. so much and has so it's not just lip service he'll be just no uh-uh. oh, no no it is like in our private okay. and now i'm being petty not dms people our private text messages steven you better not be just giving your number out to everybody um so i'm special <laughs> <laughs> but and and i've i always appreciate seeing a beautiful smart black woman on tv which which is what pulled me to atlanta because they were my aunties my cousin mm-hmm. my friend mm-hmm. so when he would talk about you and then going back and watching, I can honestly say, well, I appreciate her even more because it was almost like seeing family. And I don't know, I feel like in our culture, it's only like one of us in the room. So then when you see the other one is family, you give that head nod. We know. So right. seeing you with right. them made me feel good. To wrap things up, is there one thing that you could say to either of us that we should take moving forward for each of us? Steven, uh, for anyone, this is not like a spiritual thing. There's always growth. There's growth and potential for all of us Mm -hmm. to excel in different Mm -hmm. arenas. Like I think there are definitely different avenues for you to explore. But 
your grandmother is coming through. I want to see what side this is. Paternal, maternal. Grandmother. Grandmother. On my dad's side. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I have to say it slow because Mm -hmm. it's maternal, but you need to know what side the family is coming from. It's coming from your father's side, that grandmother. Some would say was, I must, I say is a very powerful, caring, kind and loving person, a bit of a bitch. So was my grandma. I love her to pieces. She was. My girl wasn't shit. She wasn't. Tell you the truth. Great lady. Swear to God. But boy, that motherfucker cut you too short to shit. Try her. With that tongue, done. I don't know what she did outside the wheelchair, but I know that mouthpiece, fuck your whole life up. And so, your grandmother can relate. You shaking your head. That's that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, Helen. 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 I like her a lot. Tell us about Helen. She, she would cut you. <laughs> like literally. Yeah. She was tough. Yeah. Helen was tough. Yeah. She was definitely, she could be a bitch. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> she liked the drink. She, she loved the seven and seven. Uh, Seagram seven and seven. Seven up. up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you need to give her some seven and seven. You need to give her some of that Seagrams and some seven up. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm so serious right now. <laughs> have, if it were me, she would have her drink. Put you like this. I'm going to get her something. <laughs> I'll get her. I'll, I'll get her whatever she wants. You said Seagrams and what is it? Seagrams and seven, seven up. And seven up. Too much to do within a month. I'm talking to Taria now, Stephen. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, Stephen, we got your remedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your stuff's a cake Talk walk. Trust me. Do the set. Look, back to Helen. Back <laughs> You're to good. Helen. Say this. If you don't, if you don't call me and tell me something good, I know she ain't got Stephen. <laughs> 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 That's, that's going to be a tell-all right there. Tari, you got this thing right now, right? The, 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 the next month, the next month or this past month has been a lot. Very busy, very moving, a lot a lot to... Did you hear what she said, Steve? I did, I did. Okay. I know. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay, so we're done that with you wild. No, keep... I mean, what, what nope. I have to do. You said moving. I, we just bought a house and it happened so fast. And I feel like it's consumed me, but okay. So breathe, relax, stay calm. What you didn't do was clean the house when you got it. But once a month, you need to clean your house out. And you do need, I suggest one professional cleaning, which I'd be more than happy to assist you with that. If you prefer to do it yourself, I can give you the steps on the ways to do it. to keep the energy flowing, but there's a lot going on. But congratulations. Thank you. I ain't like Stephen face just now. Stephen had a thought. Well, because I have a question. Sorry. I, I don't want to be like nosy, but I have no. a, I'm curious. Are you saying that within that new house mm-hmm. that she got, yes. there's mm-hmm. stuff? From the mm-hmm. old owners and all of that, like you want to cleanse all of that out of there. Yes. Okay. There is energy there that doesn't belong to her. And let me say this to you guys, like it can even be, this is, Taria, this is not you. I'm just okay. throwing it out there. So when you move, you want to clean the home. Yeah. When you go into a new house, you want to clean the old the house that you're leaving and clean the home that you're going into. People leave baggage. Mm-hmm. People leave energy. People leave people. People leave Sometimes things. You, move, you heard people, huh? People leave things that don't belong things. here that shouldn't be here. Well, Mbele, tell everyone where they can find you and anything that you want to promote. You can find me on Instagram at Mbele. What is it? Uh, I don't know what my Congo Instagram Princess is. LLC, maybe? Yes, Congo Prince Mbele. <laughs> Not me knowing the handle. <laughs> I'm so bad with this stuff. Listen, this is why my godson just said, just say. That was right. No, it's Mbele underscore Congo Princess underscore LLC. I nailed that. Wow. Thank you, you Stephen. That's my, that's where y'all can find me on Instagram, Embele underscore Congo Princess underscore LLC. You can find me on Facebook at Embele Congo Princess. You can find me on YouTube, Congo Princess. Listen, you know what you can do? Research me. You'll find me. Love me. them keys and Google me. me. G-O-O-O-G-L-E. I can't even follow that because that's the end. Well, we have to end it with that. Um, all of my products are available on Oya's Market. I sell everything you need to succeed in every way. Love, hex removal, gentle removal, meditation. I, I cover it all. House cleaning, over cleaning. I teach spiritual classes. I do initiations. I do ceremonies. I do rituals. Just, just look, reach up. And Bella University too. Mm-hmm. And Bella University. This is really that simple. Follow her at Mbele underscore Congo Princess underscore LLC and Make sure you interact, engage, and then G-O-O-G-L-E. Google her. Google me. You'll like my YouTube stuff from, from 2015 forward. A lot of people think I just got here. If you do your research, you'll find out I led the way for a lot of the mediums y'all see on social media and TV today. Mm. 
You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Be sure to check out other podcasts from The Dip, including Hot Off the Mess with Samantha Bush, Pop Chaser, TV, Watch, Repeat, and the Slut Pig Podcast with Christian Gray Snow. And don't forget to visit thedip.com where you can get commentary and analysis from writers, editors, and fans who are just as passionate about pop culture as you are. That's The Dip with two Ps.com and follow them on Instagram at The Dip. You can also follow me at Faces by Bravo where we can keep in touch until next time. And as always, but now we said it.